Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie LaFevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this this is Fangasm. Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. Welcome back to Fangasm. I'm Allie. I'm Danny. I'm Lindsay. And, and this, this is, is the. F- ah, we did it together. Ah. We're so excited that this is the finale. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but it is. It's the finale of season eighteen. And wow, what an awesome season! What a great story this has been. So Gosh. we are like in the thick of battle right now, and so excited to get into this story. But um, before we get into any sort of blowdown or finish this puppy off. What do we got on the docket, kids? Everyone's favorite part of the podcast, I'm sure, housekeeping, where we just have some little announcements. I know that's the real reason people tune in is for this portion. They're like, I didn't know they also read fan fiction. I thought they just talked about. I always stop it before they get into that. I love when they fumble their way through an Mm -hmm. intro. Yeah. My favorite is when they, you know, didn't take 10 seconds to just decide who was going to start it. That's too much. That's not on brand for us. We look at each other in Zoom with just fear in our eyes and it's like taking off from a race. We're like in a horse race. Like who's uh-huh. going to be the first out the gate? A real battle. It really is. I feel like sometimes the pressure falls on the third person or maybe that should be our rule. Like like if Danny starts it, then Allie would be last. You know, like the last person to say their name is like, and I'm this and welcome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We'll talk about this offline, but I'm very, I feel like you often kick it off and so I'm last and I'm like, and I'm Lindsay and I don't have anything prepared. <laughs> so I just panic. <laughs> So anyway, I know we just have a few tiny little things and then we're going to hop right in, but our friend Danny was a a sort of a, had a moment in the spotlight this week. Danny, you want to tell the fans? In the tweet light. Well, you know, Mm. I actually want to make sure that the spotlight is appropriately shed, which is that um, our very own Fanny Pack authors, Keep Calm and Expecto Patronum, who wrote the incredible story, The Twelve Fucks of Christmas, now wrote an incredible award-winning story called The Twelve Fucks of Christmas <laughs> because they were the Yay. best sex and fan fiction a la Good Sex Awards. Woo! Oh, I'm so proud of them. That is awesome. And it was funny because we definitely were so excited to read their story, but we didn't have the full say on who the winner was. So it's really cool to see, you know, you Fanny Peck members stepping up. I actually did slept at 10, so I had the full control over who won. But <laughs> <laughs> I then mode a 10 to the uh, Good Sex Awards. <laughs> Does this way you're voted on? <laughs> you ever see a Alexander Hamilton? <laughs> You've heard of the musical. Now, have you heard of the tip to illegally sway the awards? Yeah. Um, no, it was so well-deserved. The story was so fun. If you haven't had a chance to listen on Patreon, do so. Otherwise, feel free to read it on Archive of Our Own. Um, and then also a big congratulations to Just Another Blonde, who wrote... Um, a Naruto story called I Sing the Body Electric, which, you know, we haven't ventured into that fandom yet, but it didn't matter because the story was really so good. beautiful. It was tingly and sexy and, and there was motorcycles. So check, check, check. <laughs> Most importantly. Most importantly. So our engines were revved and it was super, super sexy. And there were three other awesome stories. So my, um, okay, now about me, my time in the limelight was <laughs> on Twitter, there's some feature where there's like a live stream 
where um, it was just audio only, but I got to announce it. And everybody else who like went before me was doing a whole like little spiel and <laughs> like the third, like whoever has to uh, intro this podcast, I was like not ready for that. So, <laughs> but I knew I wanted to like get right to the answer. Anyway, I might be really interested by all those details, but check out the Good Sex Awards. We're super excited <laughs> for the winners and it was a blast. Thank you for including us. I know. So fun being guest judges. So I think this is the appropriate time to mention that when the Good Sex Awards reached out to us um, requesting someone actually announce the winner, they specifically said, hey, we would love if um, one of you guys could announce the winner for our Good Sex Awards. Uh, we were thinking Danny. <laughs> Just cruised right past me and Lindsay over to Danny nope. Town. Didn't even look twice. We are just old hat. We are old cardigans that no one wants to yeah. put on anymore. Yep. And Danny's. Look, I love you. Danny's a hot one. I love you both, but I don't think you could have handled the pressure <laughs> of announcing these awards. So you're right. You know, I auditioned and I and I won. No, <laughs> no it was, Great. Who knows? Uh, I think it's like Twitter's version of Clubhouse. Isn't that the app where people just speaking and stuff? It's like yeah. their own feature of it because it was just all those little – I was so scared that I had clicked onto something I wasn't allowed to be in. But then I saw our little Fangasm logo and it was like speaking. And I was like, huh? And Danny, so I got to hear his little voice. I missed it. But Danny, oh. I know you – I hear it was a speech that rivaled Sally Field, You Like Me, You Really – really like me. So that'll go down in history. <laughs> yeah. Fangasm has left its legacy in the award space. So thank you, Danny, for representing the Golden Threesome. We could not have done it. And for any, for all future award shows, I will um, train Lindsay and Allie on what it takes to present an award so that they can also be nominated to nominate. We could be potential <laughs> options. Backup, 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 backup. I'm just honored to be nominated to nominate. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh, funny. I just realized that's like a backup dancer's understudy. Yeah. You're not – you, like, might get to be the backup, maybe, if the backup gets sick. You're lucky we didn't Tanya Harding your ass. That's true. <laughs> well, Hi, it's Lindsay and Allie, and Danny's dead. Danny is <laughs> locked in a trunk. And now to present the fanfic award for best sex and fan fiction. It's a good sex. We, like, swapped out one of your juices with something that would, like, make you lose your voice. Something like potion. <laughs> oh. How do you feel that you're back on solid foods? So good. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> You're back. I mean, you know, I survived. Yeah. You know, I definitely got some sort of reset, but I do not look like I thought I would. So anyway, now it's about body positivity instead yeah. of abs. <laughs> body neutrality, right? Yeah. Just love the skin you're in. I have one and it's and working. And it's working and it's here yeah. to stay. Thank you. Yes. I don't have to love it. I just don't have to think about it. It's <laughs> just a part, just like anything. I will never look down again. I will look straight ahead the rest of my life. We like go one more step in body neutrality. Body invisibility. Body. You are just a floating you soul. floating head and yeah. nothing below the chin exists. Oh, yeah. You're nearly headless Nick. <laughs> Self-love. I'm looking to the next life. Yeah. And so we should just say that we recorded the Fangasm Day episode and the video version is already up on Patreon. The episode will be on the main feed pretty soon. So that was just so much fun to record. We laughed, we cried, we celebrated, <laughs> we 69 in your honor. We openly wept. <laughs> no, we didn't openly weep this time. We found a way for the three of us to 69 virtually. It was um, oh. everything you would hope for. You mean 96. We're friends, so we only 96. We, yeah, we 96. We don't 69. <laughs> <laughs> 969. Uh. 
Yeah, I think those are all the big announcements. So let's blow it down. Yeah. Blow down. Blow blow down. They got snapped out of the love bunker right into war. They wiped their dang memories. Yeah, to be clear, they weren't. Yeah, not the Thanos snap, but the Stark snap. Yes, the Stark snap. I should be careful with that word. I got peppered right out of (laughs) the bunker. They had to go help Tony Stark. They got Starked. And I guess they didn't wipe their memories. They reinstated them, which had to wipe out their time in the love bunker. So now our couples aren't going to remember that they love each other. And we're Mm. just really worried that they're – how are they going to find each other again? Yeah. We just hope that they have access to all that video footage. So (laughs) how uncomfortable to watch that back (laughs) – and that's how you get oh, triggered that, uh, oh, wow. Oh, right. Because they were um, so. hooking up. They hooked up in the shower, didn't they, before they got their memories wiped? Yep. Didn't we have one last little rendezvous? We did. And there, who was our other little surprise T'Challa couple? and Doctor Strange. It was um, yeah. Come in My Pant. Pant. Come yes. in My Pant. It was the <laughs> number one couple on the Love Bunker, followed by, I can't remember the ship name we said for them, but we sang it. And- Oh, yeah. Anyway, Carol and Valkyrie. Yes. Marvelry. Marvelry. That was it. Okay. Yeah, that's cute. Gosh, I guess that's it, right? Yeah, we were just saying, like, we're not sure what the next 1900 words have in store for us. So, but it feels like there, you know, there's a TV show season finale. It feels like war just happened, like a yeah. lot. I mean, this is Marvel. This is this is a lifetime of plot shoved into Tony Stark's cute little butt. So we'll find out what goes on. Okay. Captain America's tight ass. Yeah. Because Tony Stark said, let's clean up everyone and gather at the base downtown for a debrief. So I think this is going to open with them all gathering together for the first time. Okay. Since the battle. <gasps> I hope they show up. I hope for some reason they're in bikinis. I was like, I don't know why, but this felt right. We were all supposed to be in bikinis, right? Is this a swimsuit competition? Because <laughs> I, I wore my Speedo and I want to be judged ruthlessly. Is that cool? <laughs> Well, then let's get into this episode I'm reading. So, you know. Should be smooth sailing. (laughs) Yeah, easy breezy from here. The battle begins. (laughs) This is my audition tape for next year's Good Sex Awards winner announcement. A 35-minute audition. (laughs) Keep that in mind (laughs) as you listen to this episode. Perfect. Okay, let's do it. Tony put them up for the night at his Manhattan penthouse. The debrief had been short and sweet, and the Avengers and the Avengers had been and the event not doing so swift already. <laughs> this audition tape is this is a rough start. And the Avengers. Wait, why'd they ask? Why'd they ask for Danny specifically? Oh, oh, I got it. Got it. I didn't want the lisp or stuttering or <laughs> shocker. The debrief had been short and sweet, and the Avengers had put a plan in place for any further attacks, but it would seem for the moment that things were stable. Everyone had retired to their separate rooms, and Carol did everything she could think of to try and sleep, but by one in the morning, it had continued to evade her. Frustrated, she got out of bed and went to the living room, looking for something to do, only to find Tony himself busying himself with holograms of new designs, pet projects, 1am kind of things. He looked up at Carol as she walked in. Ah, good. I was actually hoping to talk to you in private. About what? <gasps> He's going to show her footage or something? I hope so. Well, I guess at the moment, the events of the last week, 
aren't particularly concerning for you. And for a while, I really thought I could let sleeping dogs lie, but you were going to find out anyway, and I thought you deserved to know before the rest of them do. Carol's heart sank. Know what? Find out about what? Look, I had better things to be doing. I didn't even see all of it, but the world got very invested in what you and a certain someone were up to the last few days. And if I ever thought it would get to a point where I actually gave a shit because I do give a shit, then maybe I could have done something about those memory erasers. But it's too late now. Tony, what are you on about? Said Carol. Tony put down his tools and rocked backwards on his feet. Just come here for a second, would you? He slotted a micro disc into the monitor on the wall, and Carol saw her own face on the screen, surrounded by a tropical paradise of green. Uh, what the hell am I wearing? Is this from your charity thing? Just watch. Don't make me talk about it. It was a highlights reel of her moments in the chateau. Carol almost felt the memories return as she saw herself on the screen. The ambivalence on her face as she was paired up with Peter... Her dazed expression as Valkyrie faced her for the spar, the way she looked at Valkyrie's lips as they chatted about their fellow Avengers. Carol was gobsmacked. Sure, she'd thought the Asgardian was attractive, maybe even beautiful, but from what she was seeing, this had escalated to a whole new level. She couldn't tear her eyes away. There they sat on the rooftop like a couple of teenagers, giggling over Peter and Gamora's predicament, and there was the kiss. she just outed herself to the whole world, Carol found herself with her hand actually covering her mouth as she watched them disappear into the living room and emerge with their faces flushed and glowing. The banter they'd exchanged over the fateful twister game, their silhouettes dancing, that primal dance against the blue glow of the pool at night before she recognized one of her own photon beams rocketing towards the camera. She had no doubt about what had happened after that. They were expensive cameras. Tony grumbled, but Carol remained awestruck, with something strange and beautiful blossoming in her chest as she saw them disappear into the shower together. She saw the radiance on her own face as she realized the public had not only accepted them, but had supported them as a couple. On screen, she was holding hands with the Valkyrie that only moments ago she had considered a relative stranger. The footage ended. And there you have it, said Tony in an uncharacteristically small voice. Carol was silent. How long do you think that whole thing was? Was it like... Like a two-minute clip or like a 30-minute clip? Well, for optimal viewing experience, probably two minutes. Um, if he didn't want to lose the audience in the process, you know, it's a good promo clip. Yeah, okay. <laughs> a little montage, yeah. Just checking. Hey. A flontage. Carol was silent. For years, she had struggled to control her powerful emotions, and now she had no idea how to feel. Her heart swam in a tide of confusion, lust, shock, mm. bewilderment, and if it was possible, love? What happens now? What do I do? Carol murmured. It's up to you. You don't have to do anything. It was an out-of-context, consequence-free island of time. You can walk away and no one would think any less of you. Why is he only giving her the option and not Valkyrie or anyone else? Is he going to do this with everyone? Like, Why does she get the full say? Yeah, I mean- well, it seems like she stumbled in there, so maybe he was like, well, okay, now I'll do it for you and everyone. Okay. And also it already aired. He's not really doing much other than giving her a head start. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. true. Tony powered the holograms down and walked away, apparently finally ready for bed. He turned at the door and sighed. But if I was you, Carol, you made me care about this, which is no mean feat, and maybe it's the reason she's worth pursuing. He left Carol alone to her racing thoughts and fluttering heart. She walked to the window, observing the unending nightlife below, then looked at her reflection, lit up by the neon lights. Her mind made up, she followed Tony's footsteps to the door and then to a room where finally, like a long-lost friend, sleep welcomed her into its open arms. Sleep said, 
Right hand, blue. <laughs> blue labias. And they got tangled up. Pew, 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 pew. Six months later, Carol watched the land grow closer below as the plane continued its descent. She could see the runway up ahead, a thin strip of black splitting the fields of snow. Oh, a landing strip. <laughs> we know those. <laughs> An overgrown bush. <laughs> Plowing headfirst into that overgrown bush. The local time was just after four, but twilight was already laying down shadows in the glowing white patchwork quilt. Oh, it's beautiful. Beautiful. Further to the west, oh, Danny's doing that thing he does. <laughs> oh, oh, Just highlighting stuff as we read. <laughs> Chaotic. He's the agent of chaos in this <laughs> Google Doc. <laughs> Further to the west, she can make out the lights of the closest village, and beyond that, the dark abyss of the Oslo Fjord, fishing trawlers trailing along it, coming back with the last of the day's catch. It seemed a cold, remote sort of place from the outside, but Carol had been here before and knew that the warmth of this wintry land lay indoors by the hearth of the people's homes. I thought it would be bigger, admitted Steve Rogers while the Avengers <laughs> rode in the van towards Tonsburg. That's what she said. Gazing outside as sodium lamps flared to life, washing the icy cold of the streets with a warm orange glow. I mean, the whole of Asgard lives here. Do you think it's Tonsburg? Tonsburg? Yeah. Tonsburg. Oh yeah, welcome to Townsberg. We're trailing the fish. <laughs> have you ever seen that um SNL where they have Shaq and Bjork in an intelligent conversation? Oh no. Wait, no. Tell me more. And it's uh Kristen Wig and Keenan. Kristen Wig as Bjork is so funny. Yeah, that's good. So good. Like, uh, not Shaq, Charles Barkley. Oh, okay. Charles. Charles, do you think people are just trees made of skin? <laughs> like, You're a crazier white lady than Dennis Rodman. <laughs> trees made of skin. Now that's body neutrality. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, welcome to Tansberg. Tansberg. <laughs> well, as guardians are pretty precious these days, said Tony. <laughs> or is it Tani? Tani. <laughs> Tani. <laughs> they don't take up much space. I can think of one as guardian that takes up a whole lot of space muttered Peter Quill. Peter, you got me. I'm dating you, said Gamora. Leave Thor alone. <laughs> you defending him does nothing to reassure me that you don't find him more attractive than me. God, he's so insecure. <laughs> he is far more attractive than you, called Drax from the back of the van. It's as though he is the product of relations between a sovereign warrior and a very muscular angel, completed Mantis from beside him. You guys are bad for my mental health, muttered Peter. <laughs> I could get you a pill for that, said Stephen Strange, T'Challa grinning softly beside him. But I have to say I agree with your friends. Would you guys pipe down, Tony called from the front. We're arriving. Let's just put our bickering aside until we're in less godly company because they're gods. Literally, Peter, get over your hangups. The <laughs> van pulled up outside the inn and the Avengers trooped out, shielding themselves against the snow. They shook off their boots at the door, the more human of them shivering with the cold and entered via the two oaken doors. There was a loud cheer and a chorus of Welcome in! <laughs> As from the crowd, Valkyrie ran to embrace Carol with a grin that spread almost from ear to ear. Good to see you again, my love, she whispered oh, happily. That's big. Good to see you again, my love, <laughs> she whispered happily, then smiled at her comrades over Carol's shoulder. The knot in Carol's chest that had been there since they last said goodbye unfurled and was replaced with a bubble of warmth. 
Carol accepted a beer stein from the red-nosed innkeeper and slashed it against the other pitchers as the Avengers and the Asgardians toasted to a family finally united. Colored lights decorated a huge pine in the corner by the fire, and it was here that Carol sipped at the lager, whilst Thor and Valkyrie recounted tales of the reformation of Tonsberg into New Asgard. I just love the locals, grinned Valkyrie. They're wonderful, agreed Thor. Their culture was translated from our distant roaming on this planet. Many of them are even descendants, which really does make them family in a way. They inherited our language, our customs, including good beer. Although, he sniggered, I went spearfishing the other day and some poor human thought I was about to attack him. It's as though he had never seen a spear before. Thor managed before erupting (laughs) into a fit of laughter. Adorable, giggled Valkyrie behind him. The party carried well into the night. By the end, Natasha was pulling pints behind the bar. Steve was teaching Peter how to do the Charleston. (laughs) Steve, get with the program. Drax and Thor were arm wrestling by the hearth while the Asgardians cheered and booed. And with everyone thoroughly distracted, Valkyrie was tucking a stray strand of hair behind Carol's ear. How do you like it? Said Valkyrie. I love it. How do you want it? How do you you feel? feel? I love it. Carol looked around at the merry crowd. Enough to call it home, at least for a while. Until the next big distraction, grinned Valkyrie. As long as you're by my side, I don't care where I am. Carol smiled and Valkyrie kissed her, long and deep. Easy, she giggled as a familiar fire ignited somewhere deep inside her. We have time. Actually, I have something I wanted to show you. Is there somewhere we can go? I know a place. Valkyrie grinned. Grab your jacket. Do you think no one else has seen the video footage? Or do you no, think everyone th- knows? Everyone's in. I think they have. Okay. Yeah, yeah, everyone's in. Okay, good, good, good. Now they're just having a cute little cuddle Aww. corner. Yeah, a sweet moment. They're having their uh, McAllivander shag rug fireplace oh, moment. Oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Oof, we know what that moment entails. Woohoo. Valkyrie led her to the rooftop. From here, there was a stunning view of the harbor where snow settled lazily over thatched homes and wild gardens. Glimpses of the aurora borealis curled over the horizon, lighting up the snow with a subtle green glow. Happy six months, she murmured as they settled in to watch the show. A very happy six months, Valkyrie agreed. Here's to many more. They clinked pitchers and drank to the dancing northern lights. So I was wondering, Carol began hesitantly, how much of Tony's charity gig did you go back and watch? What, the thing before the stones were almost stolen? Almost none. We had a pretty busy time after it, lest you forget. Good, because I kind of wanted to keep this a secret until the right time. The show? Was it that big of a deal? Oh, they don't know, I don't think. What? And they still fell in love? The old-fashioned way without a reality (laughs) TV show? Just by human communication and kind gestures? I don't... Analog? (laughs) What? Uh, Carol laughed. It's kind of amazing you didn't find out. A lot happened, you know, when we were away, and I just wanted to show you... She took the micro disc out of her pocket and projected the images into the air before them. Carol had seen it many times and now watched Valkyrie's face to gauge her reaction as she watched them kiss on the roof, share whispered asides at the evening parties, and make up by the pool under the stars. Her expression remained largely unchanged throughout, though a sort of contentment subtly shifted her features and softened those chocolate brown eyes. The hologram flickered and vanished as the tape ended. I just wanted to show you, no matter what universe or dimension we end up in, I'd like to think we found each other. Valkyrie was silent. How do you feel about having those memories erased? Valkyrie shrugged. Not too bad at all, I have to say. What? Exclaimed Carol. You don't really care? Not in the slightest. Valkyrie smiled and put her hands to either side of Carol's face. Because I got to fall in love with you all over again. 
the end <gasps> of our story, season 18, oh. The Love Bunker. Wow. wow. What a beautiful finale. Allie, you sounded like Delilah there at the end. I think you got the gig. Oh I think you're going to get the gosh. gig. Move over, Danny. You were like, over again. The end of our story, Love Bunker 18. It'll show the good sex award people to ever pick <laughs> Danny over Allie and Lindsay again. Yeah. Today on the Bad Sex Awards, we'll be reading a story where there's no consent and a lot of tears. They're going to be like, we've got good news. Danny's still booked for the Good Sex Awards, but we got you on the Good Sax Awards. It's a saxophone competition. Did you wear your Kenny G hair? It's very fitting. Um, And Lindsay will be at the Good Snacks Awards. Oh, there we go. Thank you. Dr. Stud. Incredible. Beautiful. What a happy ending. Okay, before we talk about it, let's do our thing. When the season ends, check your underpants. Is your hammer up or down? I'm remembering that last week we were snapping forever and just going, wow, wow. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, I'm just confused that they so we're supposed to believe that they fell in love carol kept that a secret and because valkyrie was just too busy being an asgardian doing all that stuff she never watched the show she never really went back and checked that beautiful bean footage or like press or anything because she was i mean sometimes we don't listen to an episode that we record you know just you're busy saving the world yeah but it was in like people magazine and shit like that so she just like missed the press and just is not very she's offline rebuilding her asgardian home and kingdom Wow. She's <laughs> got better things to do. But her friends all – the crew all know then. They all have seen the show, I think. I'm assuming so. Or this is a great setup. Because the other couple's all found their way back together. It seems like it. Maybe she just didn't go back through and watch. Maybe you know, like she like knew that they were in love, but they didn't like sit and rewatch it. Yeah. That sort yeah. of feels right. Oh, it's so cute. What an ending. Because that's six months later. They've, I mean, they've been together for a while now. Yeah. Yeah. Matt and I moved in at five months. So this is uh, wow. true love right here. Also, like, they live to be so old, right? Yeah. Mm. That, I mean, six months is a blink of an Asgardian's eye compared to mm-hmm. the forever that they're committing to now. Right. Well, I don't think they committed to forever just yet. Is Captain Marvel or Valkyrie immortal? They're not God, so they probably just have like really extended lives, but I mean Valkyrie is. Is she considered a god? Yeah, right? Are all Asgardians gods? Mm. That's a real question. Mm-hmm. Enlighten us. Okay, I'll tell you. Okay, Danny, tell us. Okay, well, Valkyrie is between two thousand to thirty five hundred years old. Okay. Let me tell you something I just found that Asgardians are not immortal, but they age in an extremely slow rate. Okay. Once they reach adulthood. So they have extremely long lives. Well, Carol has to be her story was set in the, what, the 80s? So she's got to be like at least 50 yeah. right now. Yeah, but okay. she lives out of an energy reservoir, as we all do, and physical aging yes. doesn't apply to her. So Oh, okay. Wow. Then they're a great pair. Got a long life ahead of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, six months is like pretty fast. Like the way time moves, you know, they probably couldn't find a second to watch the thing. And especially if they're like too busy, like showering together. Yeah. Let me just show you what we did. More showers. Less showers. <laughs> Show and sex. Well, is everyone else's hammer up? Mine's up. Yeah. Lynn's, Dan, up. We got a quorum of up hammers. <laughs> That's a three hammers up for the season finale. Ooh. As it should be. Wow. What an awesome story. Wow. That was so fun. It was beautifully written. 
I just, I think we all collectively love when we have a ton of characters that show up. So this was a riot. The premise was hysterical. Yep. A plus, A plus, A plus. Yeah. Next up, they're going to have the Suicide Squad on the island, like using the same film location, but just like a new cast. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, and Joker's going to be just like blowing stuff up. And <laughs> yeah, let's see more people on the Love Bunker. Season two. I want season two of the Love Bunker. Well, we're going to take a few week break. Mm-hmm. And then we will be back with season 19. It'll also be a Marvel story. We already have a story in the hopper. I don't think we should reveal anything about it, no. but it will be Marvel and we will have what seems like a whole bunch of uh, our favorite characters showing back up for a whole different scenario. Eee! I'm so excited. We'll see you guys in a few weeks. Yes. Check out Patreon to see the video version of Fangasm Day. Um, there will be a new episode up on the pod soon about Fangasm Day where we're reading all of your beautiful submissions and and listening to voicemails and uh, reading Instagram posts and messages and the whole shebang. So yeah, something to uh, whet your appetite. Willie. <laughs> nope. Whet your <laughs> willy before we come back for season 19 to get silly. <laughs> oh, I guess season 19 would be our legal in Canada season. Great. Eh? Season 19, eh? Legal in Canada, eh? You up, eh? <laughs> you up, eh? <laughs> Perfect. Oh, okay. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. You up, eh? <laughs> For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon, where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe, and if you're extra horny, leave a review. But only if it's nice. Ten points for nice reviews. 